Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I am delighted to be joined today by Adrian Martini. And I'm still in Oneonta. <laughs> very good. Which is in upstate New York. Very good, very good. So, um, but you have not been in upstate New York this whole summer. You've been um, commuting. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So tell yeah. Tell us how things um, are going I, with caring for your mom and starting to train for the New York City Marathon. Okay. You got you got a lot on your plate there, woman. There is a lot on my plate. You know, it's everything always seems to happen at once. Mm-hmm. I had two years where not much seemed to happen, so I was due. <laughs> um, but my mom is now in an assisted living facility down in Claremont, Florida, which is near Orlando, uh-huh. which is a heck of a lot more convenient than where she was, yeah. which is a small farming town called Lee which was really a good hour and a half from Mm. just about any major airport. Wow. So now um, we're starting to plot and plan and turn it into more family events when I have to come down and take the kids to any number of different theme parks. Mm. Um, My mom, Claremont, Florida, is the home of the great and wonderful Citrus Tower, I do not know from the Citrus Tower. (laughs) Well, you you go up there and drop like rotten oranges and grapefruit off the top of it. No, you don't. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm (laughs) totally kidding. Um, It used to be the highest point in Central Florida, Um, (laughs) and you look out over the groves. Uh, So it's a big tower. Oh, uh huh. Sounds sounds real interesting there. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, you know, you work you work with what you have, Sarah. (laughs) but I have been back and forth a few times uh-huh. this summer and hopefully things are starting to get into a, uh, more sustainable, uh-huh. um, groove. but no, I've been knitting. My skirt is, oh, yeah. probably, let's see, I can send you a picture. Oh, it's yeah. probably, uh, I think about three inches from being done. Wow. Yeah. Right. That's some good progress there. It is. Well, the thing with flying is you can't do a whole lot of other stuff. So, I can sleep. Um, I can always sleep on an airplane. <laughs> I cannot sleep on planes. I am. I can never get comfortable. Um, and anymore, even I'm a delicate flower. I think because anymore, <laughs> even even when I try and read on planes, sometimes if it's just a little bit too bumpy, I start to get, I guess, plane sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I can't read in cars or anything. So, yeah, delicate flower. Wait, so you can't, uh, wait, you can't read on an airplane if it's not smooth air? Pretty much. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a barfer. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, if it's too bumpy, I, uh, I, I, I have never actually barfed. Let me say that. But I For the record. For the record. <laughs> for I've the never record. thrown up on an airplane. I've not barfed. Um. <laughs> I know you have some listeners who are flight attendants, so I just want to make it clear. Yeah, yeah. I have not made your job harder. Brooke Thames, um, she has want yes. you to know that Adrian has not thrown up on your I've airplane. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, apparently ever since I had, 
I think my first baby, my ability to balance mm-hmm. and um, I get pretty woozy pretty quickly. So. I, I'm convinced. I am convinced that it is due to hormone shifts that happen with pregnancy and then that I, stick around. Yeah. Uh, um, because, I mean, I, just merely looking at amusement park rides is enough Ugh. to make. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. I t- my sister and I took my kids to um, Rye Playland for all you, um, oh. uh, you know, New York, Connecticut, maybe yeah. even New Jersey listeners. Um, and uh, which was a really fun, lovely place. It really has embraced its um, retroness and has lovely yeah. flowers and plantings and a fountain. And it's right on the Long Island Sound. And but I swear my sister and I were just like, whoa. And yeah. um, and but because we're not because we're not Westchester County residents, we had to pay ten bucks for a bracelet that just let us spectate. That to huh. me just smacked of bogusness. Just like the way you have to pay to use the beaches on the East Coast. Yeah. Like is is nothing yeah. free in this world, people? Come on. No, no. We're going to come up with a breathing tax next. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's the plan. Oh my yeah. goodness. Um, uh, so I have been training for the the New York City Marathon, which mm-hmm. is quickly approaching. Mm-hmm. It feels that way. Uh, so I did 14 two weekends ago. I do 14 this weekend and then 16 the following. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And it's right in the heart of our most humid and disgusting time of year. So. Oh. I, t- I tell you, I tell you, woman. So, um, so as my Rye Playland comment alluded to, I just got back from the East Coast. I visited my parents in Stanford, Connecticut. Um, from thir- arrived Thursday mid morning after a red eye, and then got back super duper late um, last night, which was Tuesday night, really Wednesday morning. And my goodness, I really was almost brought to my knees by the heat and humidity. (laughs) And and I know for a fact that it was pretty decent as things go by August. It really was. Yeah, you had a really nice... Yeah. Nice window of weather there. Yeah, I did. I know, but I mean, honestly, like when I when I run here, like sure, like let's say it's a hard workout after a couple other days of hard workouts. Occasionally, I'll be like, "Hey, Molly, maybe we should walk up this hill or something," and like we we laugh and you know maybe do it, maybe not. This was like I couldn't banish the thoughts of I'm gonna walk, I'm gonna walk, I'm gonna yeah. walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's a little sticky. It's, it's, it's sticky. Oh. A friend of mine calls it, I'm going to go for my upright swim. So. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. Um, well, I have a, um, since I've already griped some about the East Coast, about the, you know, having right. to pay 10 Please, bucks for the spa- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring this is, this is really bringing it on. This story just made me want to turn West and start running back toward Portland. So, um, I was on my long my longest run out there which I guess ended up being about eight and a half miles and the thing part of it part of the caveat is is that because I was on west coast time I was waking up later and so not getting an early start on my run so I typically wouldn't head out until about 8 15 or 8 20 and so I realized that means it's a little bit warmer a little bit more humid and so I'm running on the same street that Harry Connick Jr. and the former NBC uh, newscaster Brian Williams lives on. So so very, you know, hoity-toity, hoi polloi, whatever fancy word you want to attribute to it, street <laughs> in New Canaan, Connecticut, which itself is a um, very Tony suburb. Um, so, um, so anyway, so I'm running, and I'm very, very warm and super sweaty, and suddenly I spy ahead of me. Off, uh, I'm on this slow climb, 
and I see a um, yard, a huge um, yard with a driveway that goes off the road, and then maybe, I don't know, 30, 40 feet into the driveway, there's a gate, you know, with a, you know, door buzzer system. And there, but there's also all these sprinklers that are right there next to the road and next to that driveway. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you, water gods. And so I go over there and, you know, stand with my back toward it. So my back gets all sprayed. I lean over so that my face gets sprayed in my arms. And I'm just like delighting in it. I take right. off my Saucony Freedom cap, fill it with water, put it back on my head. You know, I did not look like... Um, a homeless person taking, you know, a bird bath in a water fountain by any means. Um, I look like a super sweaty mother runner on a very hot, humid morning. And, you know, it was, I wasn't taking anything. Like, it was, so this this car goes by, this SUV goes by, and then it bangs a U-turn and pulls into the driveway. And I thought, oh, how nice. She's going to ask me if I want a bottle of water, if she can, you know, if I'm okay, <laughs> you know, something like that. And she's very, very, very flustered. And she, um, she was dressed in her riding attire. Um, and I do right. not mean cycling. I mean horseback riding. Yes. And so she says, oh, do, are you having trouble notifying the so-and-sos with the gate? Is there, you know, do, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is not the question I was expecting, but that's nice right. of you to ask. And I said, no, 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 j- just was cooling off the sprinkler. She goes, oh, because I'm best friends with so-and-so, you know, the person who lives there. And she goes, and this is private property and you are trespassing. And I just, and I said, okay, well, thanks for letting me know. And I just turned Noted. and turned. And then I got so angry and she had been talking out through her passenger window. So I like just turn and just let some vitriol fly at her, you know, closed window driver's side window and uh, i was just like really like <laughs> that's your response to someone who looks right. like they're overheated on a super sunny morning like <laughs> i was not yeah. you know i was not trying to climb over their fence i was right. not you know opening their mailbox <laughs> like I just, I just you should have said something like well here's the dollar for the water that i have stolen from them uh please pass this along right and let me wipe it under my armpit first here you go let me stick it in my crotch and then hand it to you i mean i just so i just and i knew i mean i honestly ran for a half mile after that expecting the police to pull up alongside of me because um yeah i just was like oh man that is just that's not right to treat people like that and you know People are really just a puzzle, you know? That is, that's that's a very generous statement. People are just a puzzle. Um, and I would like to say that Lisa Dennis, who I is a long, long time um, bammer, and, um, and I've had drinks with her sometimes out in Connecticut, she drove past me twice while I was out there. <laughs> In in typical Connecticut, like, you know, uh, people want to maintain their privacy. She didn't stop and say hi. And and it was after she she tweeted to me afterwards. She's like, oh, I was dropping my kids off at my in-laws and I passed you twice. And I was like, I would have loved to see someone I knew. (laughs) <laughs> was your car air conditioned? Because I would have just hopped in for just a minute. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that's probably why she didn't stop. She's like, probably like, that Sarah looks really sweaty. I'm not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and uh, I did at about mile, um, less than a mile to go to my parents' house. I spotted a water bottle that was half filled or half empty, right. depending on how one looked. Of course, I see it as half full. <laughs> and. It's 
<laughs> and, um, I did not pick it up and drink from it. Decided okay. I was close enough to home. But then the same, it was on a um, little bridge that I always think the Billy Goat Gruff lives under. Um, right. And uh, but a because a stream or little bigger than a stream, smaller than a river was a creek maybe. Um, runs underneath it and there's a set of wooden stairs that goes down to it from the road so right. so the last you trapped on the bridge what's that trip trapping on the bridge i was and i was and the, they said yo it's a dollar yo it's a dollar <laughs> isn't that what the billy goat gruff always tells people yes <laughs> um so anyway so i just was way too hot and even though i had you know what three quarters of a mile to go to my parents house it was mainly all uphill from there and so because that's the other thing that's the other h out there in connecticut yep. it is hilly um mm-hmm so I walked down to the to the creek and took off my Saucony tank top and s- swirled it around in the water, nice cool water, <laughs> rubbed it over my arms and on my face right. and my neck and my legs. I took off my freedom cap again and put it in and filled that up with water and um, and then rinsed my tank top out one more time and then squeezed, you know, wrung out most of the excess water and oh my gosh, it just changed everything. <laughs> <laughs> like you know that i mean it's it there's a very very big hill back to my parents house and um uh it just i did not have to walk it so i was very very pleased right. yeah yeah Good. so Good. and and the the topper to it all though um on the final run before i set out i thought i have just got to find some silver money on this run just i've got to and right. and there was a quarter waiting for me about a half mile away so Nice. You got to put out those nice. those good thoughts and intentions about what you want on your yes. run. <laughs> I still think you should have taken it back to that house and just put it in their driveway with a little note. Right, because obviously they needed it, you know. Oh, clearly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. the reason they didn't come out and say something to me was because you know they're in you know Provence for the summer. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. Maybe you don't know. Maybe Sarah, they were just so thirsty. They can't move because right. they need all that. So, right. Yeah. Right. So anyway, so I'm yeah. sure I've offended a couple of people with that story. And, you know, I, I, I apologize if I've offended, but I would be, you know, tweet to me what, what your reaction would have been if someone had <laughs> castigated you for cooling off in sprinklers that half the water is running onto the public road. So, you know, I'm at SBS right. on the run. I'm serious. I would like people to, to let me know what they would have done. Um, and if they would have stopped and told someone on that you know to like hey get off my friend's private property that is right there next to the road um so anyway right. anyway you know i just live in the you know um free love free beaches um <laughs> free roads part of the country <laughs> maybe if you weren't wearing your burglar costume you might have gotten <laughs> right. a little bit it wouldn't have been such a big deal yeah. oh my gosh i didn't have my ankle monitor on you know i don't know what uh. <laughs> I didn't want tan lines. Um, How many times do we have to tell you? (laughs) Anyway, anyway, before I dig my hole any deeper, um, let's move on. We are talking nutrition and weight loss on today's podcast with nutritionist Janelle Hodovic, a registered dietitian and weight loss expert in West Des Moines, Iowa. A mom of two sons, Janelle is an avid runner and triathlete, including a veteran of four half Ironman distance triathlons. But before we chat with Janelle, we're going to take a quick break. Stay tuned. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. 
there are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome, Janelle. We're so glad you could join us. Thanks. Great to be here. Let's start with your family. How old are your sons? I have two sons. I have a two and a half year old and an eight month old. Oh, wow. you were in the thick of it. <laughs> two boys. Yeah. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your athletic background? Um, we're pretty impressed, especially knowing how young your kids are, that you've knocked out an Ironman distance triathlon and that you push a running stroller on almost all of your runs. Well, I've actually only done half Ironmans. I've done four of them. I've never done the full distance Ironman. Well, that's still um, pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> and take take, um, uh, take a four yeah. halves, and that equals you know two fulls, right? Uh, yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, if I was a better swimmer, maybe, but uh-huh. um, that's my weak point. Uh-huh. Um, and I've done nine marathons. I'm I'm waiting for the London lottery because I've done all the big ones, and I'm just waiting for that last London one oh, to finish wait. my series. Wait, you mean the the world major marathons? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you and you've done Tokyo, have you? I haven't because I heard they added that one, but um, I went from when I started. Oh, so, good. Um, oh, that's a good that, asterisk. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yes. That's but, yeah. nice. So, but yeah, then a couple years ago when I was looking up, I'm like, wait, they added Tokyo, but I don't know if I have any desire to go to Tokyo, but uh-huh. um, maybe after I do London, I'll consider that other one. But for me, I'm going from when I decided on it when before they added that one. So Nice. nice. That seems fair. And then, oh, yeah. yeah, just lots of half marathons in there and 5Ks and... Um, whatever is in the town, you know, whatever, um, you know, is going on in your community, just sign up and, um, keeps you busy. It is hard these days finding races for, that allow strollers, but. Right. Um, wow. So you even, you, the, you race with a stroller? Yeah, I've done several, um, since I've had my kids with the stroller, I wouldn't say I'm all out racing them, but, um, mm-hmm. um, I definitely like to do the ones that, um, you can bring the stroller um because a lot of them won't let you right well that's hardcore Mm -hmm. that's super badass wow nicely done (laughs) and uh so are you waiting then to hear about london 2017 yes wow when Mm -hmm. when might you get that notification i believe you find out in um i want to say september october end of september october okay okay very good yeah and then it will be in april yeah april yeah yeah. yeah, April would be London. So, yeah, we'll, I've already tried like four years and nothing. So we'll see what this one, do get they my ha- fingers crossed. Do they have any of those rules like New York where if you enter X Mm-mm. number? Oh, no. Only ju- only um, charity. You oh, can get right. in, you know, mm-hmm. by raising money or charity, but not so many entries or times or anything like that. So. Oh, huh. oh goodness. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said another word that rhymes with good luck, Adrian. So Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't make much sense. <laughs> I thought you were, you know, being, you know, showing some anger toward the fact that you, the only way you can get in is through the lottery or through charity. Oh, so no. I was like, yeah. wow, Adrian feels really strongly about this. I do. <laughs> I do feel strong feeling. Strong feeling. So, um, so, Janelle, we turned to our tribe on Facebook to garner a bunch of great questions for you. Um, I have to say, as a, mm-hmm. as a side note, there were so many amazing questions that I'm vowing to do another nutrition slash weight loss podcast in September. Um, I tried to divide the questions roughly into ones about weight management, ones about fueling.
drilling and questions about nutrients. So, okay. and nutrients might be the wrong. I was an English major, so that might not be exactly the, right, the best uh, <laughs> category. It sound like lab animals. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Make sure you get your nutrients. <laughs> so, um, so we'll start off with weight loss. And uh, the first one is an intriguing question from Jen, who says she resents counting calories, yet it's the only way she's able to lose weight. She doesn't want to count calories for the rest of her life, which is understandable. But she says she can't manage eating intuitively. So what do you say to someone like Jen? Well, sounds like I don't know Jen, obviously, but I would say she probably needs something structured because she can't just be out there by herself, you know. So, of course, I always recommend that she maybe meet with a dietitian to talk about her current diet, um, maybe keeping a food journal of what she's currently eating, and let's see where the calories are coming from based on her exercise or her, her job as it's sedentary or active um, to help her better um, with her food choices. You know, I think a lot of people go to the Internet and look up these fad diets or have tried wacky things, um, but just to get the facts and to get the truth and to follow something that's realistic for her might help her versus her always having to count calories. Maybe she can focus on how many grams of protein she's eating or balancing her meals or not skipping meals, whatever her, her issue is. Um, but I would just say she probably needs something structured. I don't think she can just, you know, be out there with, Oh, you need 1200 calories because she can consume that in one meal mm -hmm. um, per day. So I would just say there's lots of other things to keep Jen um, motivated, like maybe getting her body fat tested or maybe even considering met metabolic testing to see what her metabolism is because not everyone can just be thrown on a calorie number and expect to lose weight. Mm -hmm. right. um, so yeah. Alex had a follow-up to that question. Mm -hmm. uh, is what you eat more important than how much you eat? Well, I feel that um, how much you eat is definitely very important. Um, I, I don't think you can gain weight without eating um, too many calories or lose weight without eating too little calories. Um, but I think, you know, what you eat is equally important because foods are easier to overeat than others. First, you know, you can't sit there and eat 10 apples, but you can eat, you know, potato chips at your desk like it's right. nothing. Mm -hmm. So I think definitely paying attention to how much you eat as well as the quality of food that you're eating is definitely important. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. It's at my parents' house, and um, my mother makes the best bacon in the world. And <laughs> I would go for a run, and then my kids, since they're on West Coast time and they're in Connecticut, they'd wake up late, and so the bacon would be waiting there on top of the stove mm -hmm. when I got back, and I just was like, oh my gosh, I could plow through this entire, entire plate of bacon. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, yeah, no, bad, too much and bad choice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what what does she eat. do to it um, that she makes it so good? <laughs> 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 Screw whether or not we should eat the whole plate. How does she make it so good? Um, it yeah. is, uh, um, she cooks it in the oven. Um, and it, mm. you know, it's on a um, tray that has then um, the fat or some of the fat falls through to a container underneath. Um, I don't know. It's fine. My, um, young, this is my younger daughter who loves the bacon so well. And she is trying to be a vegetarian, like her big sister. And she said, um, I'm not going to eat any more meat except for grandma's bacon. And, and, then, and then before we got on the red eye to go out to Connecticut, Daphne looked at me and she goes, bacon. 
<laughs> so um anyway but they, they had lots of fruits and vegetables while they were there it was all good um so um all right so next question uh tracy and numerous other women on our facebook page wants to know more about midlife premenopausal metabolism and um Janelle, we understand you're not a doctor, so um, we're not going to have you get into the hormones of this, but um, just kind of from a perspective of what her lifestyle habits are like. She exercises moderately two or three times a week when not actively training for a race, and she eats moderately well, but the number on the scale is moving up, and it's not even staying steady. What do you suggest for someone like Tracy? Well, I feel that um, I think two to three times a week moderately probably isn't enough for her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the recommendations is 60 to 90 minutes of vigorous um, ac- vigorous exercise daily. Um, you know, it's this question is pretty basic. It's not really kind of very detailed and for mm-hmm. her or the other women on there. But I would say um, moderately well um I would say, you know, Tracy, obviously rate yourself on a scale of one to 10, you know, one, you know, being not very good and 10 being super, how do you feel like your diet is? I think because, you know, with summer and a lot of activities going on, I think we were out socially more, Mm -hmm. um, especially this time of year or through the holidays. And I feel that two to three times a week is not going to give me the results I want, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, so your advice your advice would be to... I would definitely say step it up and then obviously obviously track what she's eating. Moderately well tells me that there's area for improvement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like she's being honest. She's not like, I don't know why I'm not, you know, it's moderately mm-hmm. well. But um, I would just say she probably needs to do some food journaling to see what she's eating and maybe draw herself to... Maybe it's the same foods every day. Maybe she's skipping meals. Maybe she's snacking too much. Maybe she's grabbing stuff and kind of find out what that area of weakness is for her and her diet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe go see a, a, a personal trainer and step up those workouts. You know, I think we're all creatures of habit. You know, we run the same route or walk the same route and don't change it up sometimes. That's a good point. Yeah. Or sometimes when we're not training for a race, it's so easy to just go out and do the same four mile route and, and to be like, let's go walk the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Or to be like, Oh, I always tell, yeah, go ahead. I always tell my patients in my practices, the mailman is still walking the same route and he's still overweight. Like (laughs) I don't care how active he is, you know, like people will say like, Oh, I don't exercise. You know, I, I might have a very active job. I'm like, well, so is the mailman and he's still overweight. So I think it comes to show that you really do need to get the heart rate up. You do, you know, need to make yourself be sore once in a while. I think a lot of us, especially runners, we, you know, we're not on that track workout every day or, you know, running stairs to be sore. Like maybe when we were younger. Mhm. Mhm. You know. That's a that's a that's a good thought about the the heavy yeah. set mail carrier. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Um, um I also like you are a take no prisoners. You are like nope, not exercising <laughs> yeah, I enough. I worked with no. weight loss for so long. I worked with weight loss for so long. It's like you have to be that, you know, you can't hold hands every day. Mhm. Mhm. That's good. You we know? we all sometimes need some some honest yeah. <laughs> advice every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, so let's move on to fueling. So let's start with what I think will be a fairly quick note um, from Madeline. Um, How far do you Mm -hmm. need to run before you eat a recovery snack or meal to aid recovery? I would say at least an hour. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think your 30-minute workouts most days don't need very much to aid in recovery. But I think if you've done a strenuous one hour or, or longer, I definitely feel like you should have um, a snack before and, and definitely within 30 to 40 minutes after. Mm-hmm. Um, so Amanda asked how to balance weight loss with fueling for and refueling after a run. Uh, she admits that weight loss is one of the reasons why she runs. Well, I think for Amanda, she should be, if she's looking for weight loss, she should be really smart on what she's using for, you know, beverages while running. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, watch the calories and the Gatorades and those tablets and everything. And maybe water can be her friend or using something lower calorie like Propel or, you know, Powerade Zero or something to get her through. And and for afterwards, you know, if it's just a run, you know, making sure that maybe she has the healthy things at home cut up ready for her when she gets home or if it's after a race, like I know a lot of the races I do afterwards, it's always your banana. Um, you right. know, here in Iowa, it's like pork sandwiches. It's like that's not appealing <laughs> to me. That doesn't even you sound know, good. After, do they do they do no. they really serve pork pork sandwiches after races they in do. Iowa? They'll, yeah, they'll have like barbecued pork sandwiches or like Ugh. a barbecue place smoking stuff, and it's like you know it's a hundred degrees and. I just don't feel like, you know, for me, it would be like maybe like a low-fat chocolate milk and maybe finding an alternative for her with lesser calories, like using a Fairlife chocolate milk product or making her a smoothie when she gets home. You know, that takes two seconds. She has, if she has everything prepared, put it in a blender and have something refreshing versus, you know, I think a lot of people feel like they just need to, because they exercise, they can just eat a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where the, the weight gain comes in with running a lot. I think we all overestimate how much we burn or need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. That's also a Just, good, good suggestion. Oh, sorry, Adrian. A good suggestion to have everything. If you're going to have a smoothie when you walk in the back door to have everything, but the mm-hmm. dairy in the blender. So the, the yep. fruits, and if you put in a protein yep. powder or something, and then you can just mm-hmm. put in the low fat dairy plus yep. some ice cubes. Yep, I just have everything ready to go. Like, I'll have the banana chopped up in the freezer with the ice in the bag, and then everything's waiting in there. Come home, drop it in, press the button. You know, one minute later, there it is. You don't have to go to the cupboard and start eating the kids' Teddy Grahams or, (laughs) you know, whatever you want. Although that suddenly sounds really good. Doesn't it? I know. I still can't get back to some pork sandwiches. Are you telling me they try to sell, like, give you a pork sandwich at, like, 9 in the morning? Like, are we talking? Yeah, a lot of these... Yeah, like a lot of these places, a lot of the runs, like we have a a big, um, it's called Dam to Dam here in Iowa, so it's like 20K, and like at the finish line, it's like, there's your barbecued sandwich and, you know, potato salad, and, you know, it's just, just weird. Yeah. It's just, I live in uh, Chobani country, the oh, Chobani mm-hmm. plant's just up the road for me, and they sponsor a lot of the races, and I love Chobani, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, but after a race, kind of lukewarm yogurt is one of the last things that strikes me as I know. yummy. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Unless they have it chilled for you, but... Yeah, yeah, no, it's usually just sitting in a cooler somewhere. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, because a chilled chocolate milk is truly one of the greatest things to oh, find yeah. waiting for you at the end of a, end of a race. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, they just don't have it enough. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. So, so two Beths on our Facebook page expressed concerns similar to Amanda. One of them posed it this way: "What should we eat pre or post run to tame the I want to eat a chocolate covered gelato horse type of hunger after a good run?" And um, I, I sense Janelle that you're going to have some straight talk for this in this answer too. <laughs> well, 
I think they should evaluate how long the run is going to be because I think if it's, you know, less than an hour, they really don't need anything. Mm-hmm. But again, I feel like these Beths should have their, their breakfast ready for them when they get home or whatever meal that they have when they get home. So again, they don't have to just keep eating the cupboard like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of, I mean, they can go on Pinterest and type in, you know, healthy chocolate, you know, puddings. There's lots, there was one the other day I was looking up that was like made out of chickpeas and, um, you know, cocoa powder and it was blended up and it was just like very protein, healthy, low sugar, you know, something that could be filling for them. Mm. Um, you know, or they can drink the chocolate milk. They can do the fair life, make it, they can make themselves a smoothie. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like some people restrict themselves too much. I think if it is a cookie they wanted after the run, then I would tell these best not to have the whole package of cookies at home, (laughs) but maybe stop, you know, on their, you know, way you know, at the coffee shop and grab a cookie once a week um, versus having that stuff every day. Mm-hmm. But right. I just think, again, like I said before, like I think a lot of people feel like they just can have that stuff because they run, but kind of evaluate how, you know, if I do a long run, I'm definitely rewarding myself too, but I, I wouldn't reward myself every day for my four mile run. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, Yeah. Um, but having some good healthy things, you know, your fruits, your, you know, your nuts, your healthy things that you can just grab that maybe are portioned out if weight loss is your goal. Mm-hmm. 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 So Kathy wants suggestions for good quality snacks during the day while she's at work. Uh, she says she eats a good breakfast, a small morning snack, a regular sized lunch with veggies and afternoon snack, but she's still ravenous when she sits down to dinner. And I understand uh, Kathy's plate because I kind of feel the mm-hmm. same way. Um, she's looking for options other than almonds or apples with peanut butter. Well, I would say um, maybe she can try like having more protein throughout the day too to help her feel full, not a whole bunch of protein, but um, I like to use like cheese and crackers, like a whole grain cracker um, Mm -hmm. and cheese. I mean, maybe like three or four of them. Um, I definitely, I love the sweet potato post, you know, post run. Mm. Um, That's definitely a healthy carb with, you know, fiber. It's very filling. Um, you know, she can do the Greek yogurt, the Chobani's with like healthy granola in there, I feel would be a great snack. Um, I like to make my own like protein pancakes, mm. um, hard boiled eggs, protein balls. There's tons of recipes out there for the, those homemade protein balls with, out of, you know, oatmeal and you can put protein powder in them. Um, you can do, you know, nuts, you can put, you know, raisins in there, whatever you want to do. Uh, my favorite is graham crackers with peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love graham crackers with peanut butter. I know she doesn't probably want peanut butter, but um, old school, um, Fig Newtons, I think, work, mm-hmm. grains. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want something out of the package, I try to eat more real stuff, but, you know, there's always a few packaged foods that I do keep around just in case. You know, we all make right. our own trail mix, mm-hmm. healthy or by the store one. I mean, mm-hmm. again, having a smoothie would, you know, something that maybe she can put in some spinach or whatever she likes in it, make herself um, a healthy smoothie. Mm-hmm. 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 So, you know? so you mentioned um, fig newtons, and I think that might be included in mm-hmm. this answer for this next one, which this question mm-hmm. comes from Lori. She would like some options for real food that will ch- achieve the same fueling effect as a gel and that are convenient to carry on a run. And I have to say, we get this question a lot on our Facebook yeah. page. I, well, as a mom, I always give my son those fruit pouches. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They come in like 
applesauce or like right, you can right. get anything mango or whatever. And you know, the one day I was doing a long run and I didn't have I didn't have any of those gels around my house, and I actually took one, you know, with I actually took one with me, the applesauce one, um, and it worked fine. You know, there was a hundred calories in there. There was, I don't know, 26 grams of carbs in it. it. It filled me up. I mean, it wasn't as thin of a consistency as the gel, but you know, it's hundred degrees outside. I didn't have to refrigerate it. It fit in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, it was inexpensive. And I believe there's companies out there that sell just those pouches and you can put your own stuff in there. Mm-hmm. So I think oh. for Lori, like if she has a blender she can, you know, puree her own mangoes and banana, whatever she wants, because obviously when you do it yourself, it tastes much better than the ones out of the packages. That how, even though they say organic, you don't know how long they've been sitting in there. Right. But I right. feel like, you know, I just make my own too. And, and you know, you can do the reusable pouches or yeah. um, find your own Ziploc bag and squeeze it in your mouth if that's how you want to do it. I feel like when I'm running, I don't want heavy food mm-hmm. in my body, but um, I will make those little protein balls. Mm-hmm. and um, sometimes put a little more carbs in them if it's something two, two or three of those just to help me get through the run. Um, right. But obviously when I am training for something, I'll look up to see what supplements they are using so I can, you know, definitely use those before a race so I'm not, I'm not going to carry my own stuff with me on a race. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be surprised on might, race day. You know. Yeah. I know. So, yeah, you don't want to be surprised on on race day. But I feel like that's some natural things she can do. I know a lot of people make their own chews or they do like dehydrated, um, you know, it's like fruit roll-ups, but they're like the natural ones. And those fit really good in your running shorts or sports bras, too. And I know Trader Joe's or your Whole Foods stores carry those fruit leather things that work good, too. Hmm. I hadn't even thought of that. Mm-hmm. Um so we're going to shift a little bit to nutrients. Okay. okay. Um, and Emily asked a thought-provoking question. So what are the areas of nutrition you notice that athletes undervalue the most? I feel like hydration mm. is one. I feel mm-hmm. like they always have too many carbs. They don't have enough protein. Mm. Like balanced in their meals. I feel like they lack variety. They always just go to the same old foods. You know, we're all like pasta dinner, pasta pasta dinner all the time. Um, I think a lot of athletes and runners rely too many too much on bars and gels. I like to see people use natural things more. And then I think too with a lot of these races, I think alcohol is overused in you know in some people. Hmm. How so? Well, I Drinking feel like, after you know, or before? Or? Yeah, after. You know, like right. you go to, it's hot outside and they have, you know, your pork sandwiches and your beer. <laughs> what, do you, what do you go to? You you don't want that warm yogurt, you know, and you're thirsty. <laughs> um, and there's free beer, you know. So it's easy right. after a race to go, oh, I don't want a sandwich, but all that beer tastes good, you know. Uh-huh. And then before you know it, it's, you know, noon and you're still drinking beer and you right. haven't eaten anything and... You know, I mean, obviously, if you're that serious, I mean, I think occasionally it's fine, but that's how it is usually after every race. Man, it is yeah. just sounds like a big old party there in Iowa. <laughs> right? Not every race. I mean, not your like, but your big ones, you know, your marathons, you're going to find your, your beer at the end, you know? Wow, that's, uh, oh. I'm, tr- I'm trying, I mean, the last, I did a 10K, and, but that was in the evening, and that's why they had, everybody got two free pints of beer. 
Um, I guess in Germany, you know, everyone was at Berlin. Everyone was, you know, it was Oktoberfest, of course. Yeah. You got beer, you know. <laughs> um papa, um papa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think in Oktoberfest. But... Yeah. 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 No, the race that I did in Portland, Maine, had a whole beer row uh-huh. after. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. that race was so awful by the end of it, I didn't even want it. I just wanted to mm-hmm. lie down, but <laughs> just wanted to go home. Yeah, yeah, I did pretty much in the shade and growl. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! So, well, Kitty is a vegetarian and a marathoner in training, and she's looking for dietary advice, especially protein suggestions. And so, her specific question is: anything other than lentils or beans that are good for protein for someone like her? Well, I think you know if she, um. She- I mean, quinoa is really popular nowadays, and a lot of recipes are out there on Pinterest with quinoa. It's Mm gluten-free. You know, it has 24 grams for one cup, um, and she can add, you know, different things to it. Um, I think using nuts for her is would probably be just watching the calories if she needs to because they are higher-calorie ones. Um, You know, definitely her oatmeal is a great source. Tofu Mm -hmm. um, is a great source for her. Um, I how don't about, know, seeds, how about, a lot of pumpkin seeds. That's, that's so funny. I was just about to ask seeds like, because um, yeah. my, my um, older daughter is vegetarian now, and so I'm having to cook mm-hmm. vegetarian. And I'm like, there's always some type of seed that I'm putting on top of mm-hmm. the dinner. Yep. And I like, there's a product I found. It's um, edamame pasta. Oh. It's huh. a company called Explore Asian. You can get it on Amazon or Costco if you have a Costco membership. Mm. But two ounces is 200 calories, 24 grams of protein. It has 11 grams of fiber and um, about 21 carbs. So the calories and and carbs are pretty similar to regular pasta, but the protein is, you know, triple of regular pasta. And it's good? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I use it with um, I use it with either red sauce or um, that's pretty much pesto sauce, red sauce yeah. is kind mm-hmm. of what I use it with. Some mm-hmm. just Parmesan cheese if I didn't have anything. Um, hmm. Also, I think vegetarians can use, you know, whatever kind of vegetarian they are. But there's lots of soy protein out there. Mm-hmm. There's pea protein out there for their for their protein shakes instead of whey if they're not going to do milk products. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's a great way for vegetarians to get up. And I I feel like today vegetarians there's lots of options like for veggie burgers out now at restaurants or even in the stores right. yeah right. you know i feel like it's come a long way yeah it has the one thing i feel about cooking vegetarian though is it's always seems like a lot of different ingredients all like that you got to prepare separately so then they kind of mm-hmm. all come together at the end whereas i don't know it, i don't feel i'm as as what it ends up being one dish but you know all together but it doesn't get cooked that way and so yeah. it, it does seem to be more steps Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I um, I enjoy it, but it's it's a little more. Um, I feel a little bit more like I'm juggling in the kitchen now. Yeah, it's the the lots of vegetables, lots of seasonings to help it kind of taste mm-hmm. good right. and look better. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so another marathoner, Michelle, and I have this same question because I'm currently training for a marathon, um, and I'm also in my mid forties, like <laughs> Michelle is. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wonders if she should be getting any extra supplements or upping certain food groups to help with recovery or long-term overall health. Well, I think she just needs to 
look at her diet and see what she's missing, you know, what she needs, whether it's, you know, if she can get it from food, we would always recommend that first. But um, a lot of recovery supplements I see people using nowadays is either the whey protein or the soy protein. Mm-hmm. Um, they, a lot of, I think, newer research and products out there, everyone's using like either tart cherry juice or beet juice. Mm. Um, I would I would prefer to um, use regular beets and eat them myself. Um, right. I'm not really a big believer on, on supplements that well. I mean, I think as women, we probably should all be taking calcium and definitely uh, a regular vitamin if we are training as hard as we are, especially for a marathon, because um, we might be missing things in our diet. Um, or even maybe if she feels like she's um, you know, maybe feeling like she doesn't have enough energy or lacking in something to maybe go to her family doctor and get her levels tested. You know, there mm-hmm. could be some problems with iron or, you know, vitamin D that we see a lot with weight loss and, and athletes um, to kind of start there before they just start overtaking these supplements that aren't really regulated by um you know, the FDA or study right. aren't really conclusive with, you know, branch chain amino acids or whatever. I think you can get that if you have a, a regular diet. I don't think you need to add those products to it. Hmm. Okay. I think a lot of times we get sucked into these athletes, you know, like especially nowadays with the Olympics going on, you see all these products and advertisements and read them, but then you have to look at yourself like, I don't even exercise as much as they do. You know, right. <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah, I don't need 8,000 calories, so I can do that. Yeah, you know, yeah. so I think a lot of times, you know, these products are endorsed by these athletes, and I think we get sucked into um, using them. But I think, you know, sometimes, you know, for Michelle, I think, you know, is it caffeine she's, you know, she's looking to? You know, they have a new gum out there now that has caffeine in it right. for runners, and, um, you know, a lot of these you know, drinks have some caffeine in there that could be minimal or as much as or as little as you want. So I just think being smart and knowing what she needs or wants and, you know, obviously talking to somebody about it um, or maybe somebody at that at the store where she buys her supplements at that they can help her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Well, uh, we have to wrap up this um, discussion, but we will be thinking of you when the London Marathon notifications come out. Yes, <laughs> yeah. hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with that, and thanks so much for yeah. joining us, Janelle. Thank you. Great. Have a great day. You too. You Bye-bye. too. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah, Janelle is a uh, you know there there was not much handhold in there. I I like no. it. Was the, the straight talk <laughs> express from Janelle. I liked it. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's what you need though. I think, uh-huh. or I do. Uh-huh. Someone to call you on your uh, BS. Yeah, right. <laughs> Go on, yep. say it. Say the word since you didn't say that other word <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> I didn't. Think, I wasn't even thinking it, which is rare. Because usually I am. Oh my goodness. Well, now it's time to hear from Dimity in the Train Like a Mother Club, which I want to point out you can join by going to trainlikeamother.club. That's dot C L U B. Hello, hello. We have rounded, we are firmly in the middle of August right now. Um, this is Dimity in Denver, but actually right now I'm in Alaska. Woohoo! Here's hoping my skin is not covered in mosquito bites that a bear has not graced us with its presence, but maybe that I've seen one. Definitely hope I've seen some moose and some other great animals. And 
I know that I'm having a good time. So if you're worried about that, because I know you've got lots of things on your to-do list and worrying about Dimity Alaska is probably one of them. So thank you, but I'm fine. <laughs> anyway, um, wanted to get to today's Train Like a Mother Club Corner. We've got Amanda Oster, who is in the 13.1 Challenge, and she has been a very prolific poster, which is great. Thank you, Amanda, for that. And she's definitely making her way as a runner. And what's so cool to watch about her is that you know, she is just, it's so fun to kind of relive the idea that everything is new again, right? Like a six miles. Oh my gosh, I've never gone six miles before. Yay. Oh my gosh, I've never foam rolled before consistently. Yay. Like all these cool things that kind of, whether or not, you know, you're in the challenge or not, you have some, you know, it gives you some perspective on where you've come from when you get to watch somebody come up through the ranks again, through the through running ranks and train for their first half marathon. So, um, so she says, the best I can say about today's run is that I did it and it's done. 94% humidity. My windows were foggy when I woke up, she says. It was supposed to be four miles. I did three slow, crappy ones, but it's better than nothing, right? The fact that I made myself get up and go is a miracle in itself. I am also going to focus on remembering that four years ago, the idea of quote unquote only running three miles would have been laughable to me. Progress. Indeed, that's awesome progress, Amanda. And that that 94% humidity is on its way. Well, I won't say it's out the door yet because, you know, you never know. I know that like our summer temperatures in, in Colorado, we don't have humidity, but we definitely have hot temperatures. They seem to last until, I mean, gosh, the end of September sometimes. I'm like, I just want to wear a pair of jeans. So I won't say they're going to be gone next week, but I will say, you know, we have definitely peaked for the the humidity and temperature and it is on its way down. How slowly um, it goes down is is not in our control, my nature. So listen up. Anyway, hope you have a good week. Um, here's to Amanda and everybody else continuing their progress, no matter how dark, dank, humid, hot, ridiculous, sweaty it is outside because it's only going to get easier. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. All right. And if you enjoy this podcast and we sort of figure you do, if you're still listening at this point in the show, please consider becoming an ACAST plus subscriber. For just $2.99 a month, you get access to exclusive content, which currently is the audio version of our first book, Run Like a Mother, doled out bi-weekly in chapters. I like to think of it as the um, audio 21st century Dickens, Um, as well as the first 100 episodes of our pod, which are now behind a paywall. While we want loyal and new mother runners to be able to find and enjoy our podcast, it's not free to make the show, and we can only cover so much of the cost with advertising and partnerships. We hope you'll understand and join us via ACAST+. Never fear, aside from the first 100 episodes, you'll still be able to enjoy our weekly podcast for free. That isn't changing. Exclusive content and our back catalog of podcasts will only be available on the free ACAST app, so you've got to download it and listen there to support us. We think ACAST Plus will strengthen the Mother Runner community, and we're incredibly excited to be a part of this new program. If you're intrigued, download the free ACAST app, that's A-C-A-S-T, and search for Another Mother Runner. Or go to acast.com slash anothermotherrunner, and we sincerely thank you for your support. Many happy miles. <laughs>